turned it on. Yeah, I feel all hot and bothered. Lex is all flustered now. I'm flustered. Yeah. It's uh, we're getting weather changing so much here at the moment in the old Isle of Britain. It's gone from like minuses to not minuses in, yeah. in like a day. It's gone from needing fires on and woolly socks to shorts around the house. Yeah, it's roasting at the moment. It's very hot in here. In the house, and yeah. they got hot because I can't can't keep up with the changing weather systems. I don't have time to go around the house switching all the stupid dials around. So we're just being sweat. We're a sweaty podcast. Episode number six. Yeah, number six. Number just six. The sweaty, sweaty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to everyone who's been listening. Thank you all very much for tuning in once again to the Rambles. That is myself, Lex Griffin, on Instagram and YouTube as Lex Fitness. Accompanying me is Mr. Lewis. Mr. Lewis. Instagram. Black underscore country underscore barbell. YouTube, um, barefoot commando. What? Yeah, that's what, that's what we were discussing before. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Yeah, how you could make extra money on the side whilst you gym oh, shut. yeah. Yeah, we decided, I decided, Lou but hasn't said no. Well, no, I didn't say was, no. I said you can make an OnlyFans for just your feet. Yeah. So therefore, you wouldn't be doing anything sexual that Emma could get mad at you for. Yeah. But you just like have rice pudding rubbed on your feet. Some weird stuff like, I don't know, put carrots between your toes. That sounds There's good. There's got to be a market for that. Yeah, definitely. Talking, <laughs> that's literally just reminding me of something you're saying. Like, that's, if that's reminding you of something, I don't want to ever eat your cooking. It, it's <laughs> something about, like, something not sexual that Emma shouldn't be mad at me for, but did get mad at me for, but kind of is sexual. Are you going to get told off for doing this? No, no, it's okay. all right. It's nothing, it's nothing bad. I do not want the wrath of Emma. Okay, so like... She's basically smarter than both of us put together, so we will not win. Oh, I know, I know. It's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Try living with that. Um, so, have you ever been to Isle of Man? I'm, yeah, there, there's no, more to yes, this. There's yes. more to this story. Actually, I need to like. I need to like set the scene. So I was working away. I was young. It's the first time I'd ever been to Isle of Man. Um, oh, yeah. I think I was like eighteen or nineteen. Okay. Maybe, so maybe not. Not crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was working, um, yeah. and I was working away there, and we were working on a bank. Um, I'm not going to say what bank it was, but the manager of the bank was really happy with the work that we've been doing, and he kept coming out to us throughout the day. When you say working on the bank, do you mean as in digging underneath one to get into it? No, we weren't, unfortunately. <laughs> we were working out the front of the bank. And um, the manager, he was a really nice guy. He was like, kept coming out saying, like, oh, looking great. It was really nice just to hear good things about your work anyway. Um, and then he was like, oh, after, like, we'll, I'll go and take you out for a beer. And I was like, Fair enough, that's a little bit uh, odd. Beer in a rip, no. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, me, me, I feel I, that's where this story me and my going. gaffer, it doesn't. Oh. Me and my gaffer were a bit like, he's a little bit, he's a bit enthusiastic. Keen. Um, and then like some of the other staff kept coming out and they were all really fed up with him. Um, and apparently what had happened is he'd gone through this divorce and then he'd become a lad again at, at like oh, no. 50. Oh, no. <laughs> and then he was like trying to get everyone out and all the, he'd gone through all the staff and all the staff didn't want to go out with him. <laughs> And then he was just like, all right, a couple of random geezers. Oh, you can go out with them. A bit and of then, lads, time. Yeah, and like we, me and my boss, we, you know, we'd have the odd beer, but we weren't like big drinkers. But yeah. we were like, yeah, okay, we'll go out. And uh, anyway, we went out and he started telling us because the, the laws in, in Isle of Man are different, the gambling laws. And he was telling me about this, like the, the casinos that they have there. And he was like, and they're like proper Vegas casinos. And me at like 19 was like, oh my yeah. God, I need to go and see this because I'd like love to go to <laughs> Vegas. And yeah, I got this like whole like Vegas casino thing that he was, he was telling me about. And then anyway, we're, we're in this bar having a drink with him. Um, we're there for like, we had, we had, two maybe and in that time the bar got rammed and then two random girls approached me while in there and then what happened was basically they were doing a photo shoot for red cross 
and one of the models didn't turn up for one of the days. So they'd gone to this busy bar to try and find a guy who they wanted to use. So firstly, I was like, so I'm the, I'm the best looking geezer in this you're bar. The best looking, you're the best looking man in the Isle of Man. Yeah. So what which, you're saying is anybody in the Isle of Man is not as good looking as you. Go exactly. On. Just throwing yeah. that one out there, but whatever. Insulted him. Is it a country? Isle of Man? Uh, what is no, it? it's not a country. It's, but an it's, island, um, it? it's part of the British Isles. Yeah, but they have their own... They like they because they they don't pay they their tax is different and stuff yeah, like that. They yeah, have you, loads don't, of business you don't pay over anything over a hundred grand or something. You're yeah, tax their tax laws are way better. They're, they're capped up. Yeah, yeah. That's why you get loads of like entrepreneurial wonder bars living over there to yeah. tax haven. Yeah, yeah. Play to them, and there's no speed limits, and tons of motorbikes turn up every year. Yes. Anyway, yes. so you're the best looking bloke in Isle of Man. Damn right. Two I am. women approach you from the Red Cross. So then, and I was like, both yeah. eighty years old. Then they were like. <laughs> I don't know, they were in their early 20s. Yeah. Um, didn't, like, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. But I was like, I'm coming back, though. I want to go to this Vegas casino. And um, then I was like, we walked out the bar, and then we were walking down. Because they were like, oh, it's just literally, like, five minutes down the road. So we started walking. And I was still in my work trousers. Like, I had my Snickers work trousers Wait, on and So you're, you're in a bar, two women approach you and tell you they want you to go on a modelling shoot. Yeah. And then tell you to follow them. Just down the road. Yeah. It's just down, just happens to be See, down the road. So bad At no point like, did you think, this is weird. I was just like, I'll just punch him if I have to. <laughs> like, if, if I'm, like, they were small. I was like, if they, if they try anything, what's the worst that can happen? Like, oh, I'm just going to, like, you know, I'll, I'll survive this situation. I didn't right. really think anything, there was anything so bad. So you're following two girls to an alleyway down the street. It wasn't an alleyway. It was like a, uh, it was a relatively busy road. Okay. And anyway, as we were walking down there, I was just like, oh, I've just thought, like, I'm, I'm in my work tr- gear. Like, what? Like, is it all right that I'm in work clothes? And they're like, oh, no, it's a new shoot. shoot yeah. And I was like, oh. I saw it. Like, I saw it in your face. Well, it was a bit of a surprise, but I was like, okay, yeah. well, I'm halfway down the road now, so let's carry on with this. I, some, for some reason, I thought that that was okay. How ballsy were you at, like, 18 to 19? Uh, Do you just think, yeah, let's rock up. I, no worries. Yeah, like... I, Confidence be, in the little... In the general. I yeah. just... I just... <laughs> To be fair, I just I just did anything that was what presented to me. To be honest, so I, got, I don't know. I never thought thought much through. Um, so yeah, I was like, all right, fuck it, let's let's carry on. Um, so had the shoot. They were meant to they were meant to send me a copy, but they never did. Unfortunately, was it a creepy bloke with glasses and balding hair that photographed you? No, it was <sighs> there was the one girl who was one of the girls that pulled me out of the the bar, and then yeah. another girl who was running the calendar, and then there was like a very large older woman who ran the shop. At any it was point, in, it was in a Red Cross shop. At any point, did you hear this? You're looking hot over there, Mr. Lewis. Someone needed me to fix some pipes. I've got broken pipes. Well, that, that unfortunately, that didn't happen. Actually, fortunately, that didn't happen. Chicka-boom. And as well, so I was, like, I was like, okay, got it done. They never sent me this, this over, so if anyone can find that, Ten years ago, Isle of Man, Red Cross calendar. Yeah, Lewis. Will he have had your last name? Because nobody in the world no, can say it. Wouldn't. I don't know. Um, Lewis Majid. Yeah, Majid. I don't know. Where, yeah, that's it. I don't know whether they, they they ever used it or not, but they Some, never sent it. Me, so. Somebody please find it. So yeah, if someone can find, find it, like I wanted, I wanted to have that. And the thing was, I I like was like, right, I'm gonna have to speak to Emma. I'm gonna have to fucking tell her what I've just done. Because after I did it, I was like, fuck, I probably should have. Think of that story. Yeah. So what happened was, I met two girls in the bar. What? Yeah. No, it gets worse. Uh, then yeah. I followed them out the bar on my own. You went on your own. So no, it's, yeah, yeah, I was just on my own. Okay. Yeah. Carry on, Lewis. I'm sure. Yeah. And then all that happened was, it was for charity. It's for charity. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And then what? I went to just an abandoned house. Where I took all my clothes off. It was an abandoned off. shop, actually. An abandoned shop, even there. 
I took all my clothes off and got pictures of my penis taken. Yeah. Uh, it's going in the calendar, so it's all all right. Mm. Sure it is. Mm. The I'll penis speak- was covered. Did you get there? I'll speak to you when you get home. Yeah, it was, it was one of those moments. That's the worst. I don't, I don't even know. She might have just hung up on me, you know? Oh, that's even better. Because <laughs> then you're like, oh, now I'm really in trouble. Yeah. Now I'm really in it. Yeah, so then I realized, fuck, I, I fucked up here. I was like, well, at least I've got this Vegas casino to look forward to. <laughs> so I was like, go, went, back, went back to the bar, found that they had like another drink at this point, And he was like, right, okay, we're going to go over to this Vegas casino. And he, he took us over there. And like... Now picture, bearing in mind he, this has been built up the whole day. Picture the shittiest arcade <laughs> with the two P coin slots. Yes, with yeah. like two pool tables. I love them. No bar. It was like oh, you know when when God. a bar. It's you like went you can to get bottles. Man and expected there to be after. You, well, to be fair, I didn't it know. raised your expectations he with, the, with the free nudie shoot that you were dragged straight onto. Yeah, Isle of Man's a crazy place. Let's be honest. After that, <laughs> everything was downhill. Nothing was going to compare to the nudie shoot. No. But he said a Vegas like casino with all the he's, slot machines. And- he's only ever watched Vegas on the TV, and it's like a 1950s TV that's only in black and white and and only tunes by going. Ooh. I was I beyond gutted, and I, I like I got there and I ordered one beer which they didn't have on tap. You had to have bottles, so they just had like. Uh, and I was just that like, no beer. Is that, I thought that was always a bit better in a bottle now. Mm-hmm. Like no, you're going to want a point on tap, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was literally just like a Bex on tap, so oh, like a cheap boring. lager. Yeah. And honestly, it was it was like a like a fucking working man's club basically. <laughs> it was wasn't big. There was no neon lights. I was like, motherfucker, Nothing. sold me on there this. No strippers. And then, yeah, no then, then, midget then, being tossed at a target. Yeah. And then the, the next day we were back working, and I was just pissed off finishing his fucking <laughs> job, and I was like, oh, I'm fucking leaving. I don't care about your shit, so. Uh, yeah. So he stole two thousand pounds from the bank vault and disappeared back to the UK. Yeah, so uh, that was my first experience in Isle of Man. But other than that, it's quite other a cool place. Right, yeah. yeah, it's all right. <laughs> How did we get onto that? It was because it was stuff that um, stuff. Oh, you were talking about my f- selling images of my feet. Oh yeah, that <laughs> was, it. was like stuff that so, I would get yeah. in trouble with. But to be honest, I get in trouble with that. Was all you the time for doing trouble. stupid shit? We had a casino at. Um, I went to Newcastle University. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Ooh, Red Bricks, you know. sir. Yeah, oh. that's what I did. Studied biology, mm-hmm. for those that don't know. Yeah, no. yeah. No. I um, used that degree to basically study um, drinking. Yeah. Actually, I wasn't that much of a drinker. Mm. I, I went out a lot, yeah. but uh, I can't handle my booze that well. I'm a bit better now. Yeah. But not when it's uh, triple vodkas for £1.50. Talking of uh, drinking, should we, Talking should we, oh, yes. should we pour these yes. bubbles? Okay, let's do that before the ice has completely melted. Yeah. So as we all know, we either drink a rum or a... Should we do the, the, the intro? Here we go. It's alcohol time. <laughs> yeah, we always drink a rum or a whiskey at the moment. It tends to be our things. We have the scotch and we uh, let you know what it's like. And this week's is, and it's probably one that some people have actually had. This is a Jack Daniels, but it's Gentleman Jack. So it's like the upper kind of... End of there. It's in a very refined Line. upper it class a, bottle. It is. It does. It looks like it could go well with a Chesterfield leather sofa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's forty percent, so I'm expecting this one to be a little bit hot. A little bit, a little bit of a little bit of heat on that swallow. Uh, it's a double mellowed Tennessee whiskey. So we are actually drinking a whiskey. I think it's the first whiskey we've drunk because mm-hmm. the other one was technically a Scotch. Yeah, and the others have been Same difference. and some mm. of them were ridiculous. So yeah. there's no. Here's the downside. Can you hear this? For those not watching on YouTube, that's a twisty tap, twisty bottle top. Yeah. Twisty top, no cork to pop. Yeah. So oh, no, but don't no, worry. 
There I'll make is. the pop sound. <laughs> so here we go. This is the um, yeah, it's Gentleman Jack. It doesn't say much about it to be honest. There's no label on the back. It just says Gentleman Jack on the front, which I kind of like. It's kind of like you don't know who we are. Okay. You don't. Iris. You don't need to know. You don't need to know. You You've already bought at, me. I've got a gold. Yeah, look at my golden deliciousness. I'm a bit mysterious. I think everyone knows the Jack Daniel story anyway, or like they they kind of tell about yeah, the Jack so JD do, story. I think, from what I remember, it told me more on the. Um, and the box. The box. Oh, it came, yeah, it came in a nice box. Yeah, it's um, poured, the Jack Daniels, I do, this is pretty cool. They pour it through, um, they drip it through uh, like smoked coals or rocks or something. Yeah. They drip it through over time and then it like filters its way through and gathers all the flavors as it goes along. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's either wood or rocks or... Um, Tasty rocks. Small little people. Yeah. Like little... Just put little people in boxes. Little elves and yeah. fairies. And it just gathers their sense as it goes past. So we'll see. This is the uh, bodily fluids of little people. <laughs> God. Condensed. That went bad fast. I don't want to drink it now. No, I do. Okay, let's, do the, let's, do, the, let's do the poury noise. This is always satisfying. Ah, oh, there's no glug whatsoever. Oh my God, I went big. That's because there's try, no glug. Try the bottle sideways. Well, I'll try you, the bottle sideways. bottle sideways. I went, no, that's good. Anyway, so we've got our ice in there. Can let that sit, so get down to temperature. Let that ice it. just melt its way in there and then we'll have a little sip of roux with that. Today, um, we were going to go into uh, having a little chat about subject matters that have been bothering people and people getting in touch with me. Um, but a big thing, I think we've covered it a lot, is people in lockdown getting a little bit down and out and a little bit bummed out. Uh I do have a little thing to say, considering we've already covered this in some of the other podcasts, so I don't really want to cover it all again. We've done the little wins thing, which is very cool. Mm. We did that. Yeah. That's Chicken something you've noticed you've been doing a lot as well, and you've yeah. been making like a conscious effort to post about that on your Does social help. media. Definitely helps. Like those little things. Um, and plus just like, you know, you're getting dressed, doing all that stuff makes you feel better. Oh, so I did have this to say. Here's one for you. Yeah. I did a post the other uh, day, just on my stories, I think it was. Like I got dressed, did all my hair. Like, did my skin, my beard, everything like that, to go nowhere. Because it's lockdown. Mm-hmm. Nowhere to go. Yeah. Can't go anywhere. Where am I going to go? Sainsbury's. Bored of that already. <laughs> Don't want to go to the shops. And it's not even that. It's not even fun anymore. Yeah. I'm back to the home deliveries for that. Um, so, uh, my reasoning was, and I figured this out, you wander around the house all day. You got mirrors in your house. You You're see your look face. At your ugly ass face. You see your face. We're on social media all the time. Selfies looking at it. Why not make that little appearance something nice rather than looking at it and going, ugh, you look rough. Yeah, so when you open up your camera and it's actually accidentally front-facing. All right. Yeah, instead of just seeing an ugly thumb, you're just like, oh, it's a slightly less ugly thumb. Yeah, you don't throw your phone at the wall, scream demon. Or throw a pot directly onto your phone. Go and hide in a cupboard, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and that was it. Like, one, getting dressed and doing that is nice because you're wearing fresh clothes, you feel good because you're wearing stuff you like. I'm assuming you buy stuff you like. You don't buy clothes you hate. Well, <laughs> and uh, then obviously, yeah, you see yourself more than you think. Subconsciously, you're going to be picking up on that ugh feeling yeah. if you look shit or feel shit. Yeah, you look good, you feel good, don't you? And yeah. like most of the time, it does. It does definitely have an impact. It is. I think we've mentioned this before, where it said like when you get a fresh haircut and you feel you that feel was it. you said that you yeah, feel yeah, yeah, good yeah. when you get your fresh haircut. It's like even if that's the only fresh thing that's trim. changed, there's you just feel better because you're you're looking slightly better and you are like you know you want a good day. Your, your isn't it? edges are a little less rough. Yeah, and I think so. The more you can, you can more you can. Uh, Make those edges a little rough during your day. Mm. You'll feel better about yourself. And the better you feel about yourself, the more energy you're going to have, the more productive you're going to be. It's a little win, mm. a little thing. 
that will go quite away. So yeah, if you're slabbing around, slabbing. I was going for. If you go and do, if you're doing the slabs, if you're doing the garden and the patio, probably don't get dressed up to do the slabbing. Then you can keep it. But if you're slobbing, if you're slobbing around in your old holy underpants. With your your comfy tracky bottoms on. Oh, I saw that meme and I sent it, you the other day. <laughs> you remember that meme? There's a picture of it's um Toby Maguire from the first Spider Man when he's Oh yeah, where his face is up the mess yeah, all ripped. It's all yeah, all the suits like ripped, but it's like a, it was a behind the scenes photo. So he's there like smiling at somebody with all like this ripped Spider Man suit oh, and yeah. it's just like how my underwear looks at me when I order more supplements. <laughs> yeah. And then I said, and I think this is a valuable thing, ladies, you don't understand the comfort that is in in, in one of those holy pants. Yeah. They're holy for two reasons. Yeah. One, they got actual holes in them. Yeah. But two, they've been blessed. Yeah. They've been blessed with the ultimate comfort. Yeah. And we don't want those holy pants thrown in the bin without being told about it. No. No. No, we don't. No, we save those holy pants mm-hmm. for slobby Sundays. Yeah. And you made a good point saying that we still have more material on our holy pants than girls who do on their brand new intact pants. <laughs> That's what, yeah. yes, yeah, on our, yeah, bear in mind, ladies, when you cuss us out yeah. for having the holy pants on, yeah. that are usually a mustard colour or something inappropriate, mm. that you have less material in your thongs than we still have on our holy pants. Yeah. So step off. Yeah, exactly. Put I've got the a, pants back in the drawer. There is a there is probably one occasion where holy pants don't work, and I am guilty of this on several occasions in the past. When I had a in the summer, it was hot, and I had some work trousers that had a large hole in the crotch. See, trousers are already crotchy. Yeah, so there's no crotch in my my trousers, Why? or because they just wore away. I've got fat thighs that rub together. Um, <laughs> so like like work trousers, I wear them every day, so they do get battered. I yeah. get like a year out of my sneakers. So the crotch is gone, and I hadn't picked up some new ones because I was like, I'm kind of enjoying the breeze. <laughs> um, and the crotch also has gone in my boxes. So when I'm up the ladders, I'm just telling my mates, like, you probably aren't going to want to look here. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're not going to want to look up. It's like, pass, every, pass everything to me, but, like, avert your eyes. I can see plums. Not yeah. the good kind. Yeah, so uh, that's probably the exception. So if you've got a hole in your trousers, have some pants yeah. that are intact. You can't, you can't, that's like doing double denim. Yeah, you can't double you up. You can't double up on the holies. You no. can't double up on the holies. So, yeah. So, yeah, Word of warning. Also, ladies, we, just just in case you get mad and start wearing the giant pants, we appreciate the, the lack of material pants. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, that, don't, don't by any means. Just yeah, we weren't saying that as a, as a negative. No, no. We were, we're just totally saying okay. it's not going to keep the, our holy pants. Yeah, smaller the better. Less yeah. the better. <laughs> so, don't bother with them. Yeah. So, there we go. That's a little little helpful hint. Honestly, just make the effort. And um, what else? What else? The question this week was about my beard. I'm going to do a quick a quick beard thing, right? It's really easy. If you want to grow a beard, one, stop shaving. It's like number one. Top tip. Yeah, top, top tip. Top tip. Mm-hmm. Not many people know this, but if you don't shave the hair off, it gets longer. It keep it. Yeah. If you don't get rid of it, it don't, stays, it stays there. <laughs> yeah, it does indeed. Yeah. And then um, don't also message me that you've got a two-week-old beard and it's getting itchy because mm-hmm. uh, I don't care. <laughs> That's literally just <laughs> what happens, like, isn't it? It's moisturize your face, bro. Yeah. Wash your face, bro. Put something on it. What are you messaging? Why are you messaging me that your face is itchy? Go do something. <laughs> what? What is wrong? If your medical kit is a picture of me, like you open up your medibox and yeah. there's a picture of me, you need uh, a new one. You need help. Yeah. <laughs> would you, Would you message Lex if any other like do body not, parts were yeah, itchy? If anything else is itchy? Yeah. Yeah. No. Don't. Start no, you doing wouldn't. That. Don't start doing that. Lex, Lex, my left nut's itchy. Yeah. What have I done? I don't know. Who have you done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. But yeah, um, 
just right. So really easy. If you're gonna have a beard, it's gonna take some work. For starters, like anything. Patience. Yeah, it doesn't just grow. Like everyone's like, how does your beard look so nice? I put F in. Mm. Every morning I wake up, I show you pictures on my Insta story that it doesn't look great. In fact, it looks the opposite of great. It looks like a waterfall that doesn't want to be a waterfall anymore and is trying to go back up and be a river. Yeah. It's a bendy waterfall. Yeah, bendy waterfall. Yeah. Metaphor that nobody's ever used before in the world, (laughs) ever. (laughs) Well, that's the reason why I got rid of my beard because I'm a very low-maintenance person. And then the fact that the beard looked like it was trying to escape off my face every morning, I was just like... It's going to take effort. So if you want to grow a beard, living the fact it's going to take effort. Also, bro, if you're growing a beard and you're telling me that mine takes too much effort, your beard looks shit. Because I'm guaranteed if you're not doing anything with it, it looks like a hairy mess on your face. And that's why you're hanging around in a room full of only other bros. Yeah. Because the dudes with the shaped beards are with the girls in the bar. Oh. Oh. Oh, it's a stinger. This is, take it. No, I'm telling you, stop letting it grow outwards and upwards and wherever the fuck it wants. Doesn't look good. No. It doesn't look good and you're giving beards a bad name. Quit it. Quit it. Put some effort in. Yes. I think that's it. There's the misconception of like beards are super manly and they don't have to just yeah. you grow your beard out oh, and you're just a man, you don't do anything. But yeah. actually it's definitely more work than just like well, it's like, a shave. Do you get up and do nothing with your hair every day? Because yeah. Yeah, if you that, do, like I'm sure people do, you don't look good. Yeah. By that logic, having a shaved head is less is more work than Dude, shave it when I had a shaved head, yeah. I had to get it cut every four days yeah. to keep it Buzz. like lined up and yeah. tight. Yeah. It was a nightmare yeah 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 because otherwise like if it didn't look super tight mm. it just looked scruffy yeah and when we lacked sunshine as we often do in the uk yeah. kind of I, I go quite white. like I, I am i tan easy but i also get i'm i'm, I'm pretty white yeah. when i go like kind of no tan dome. i get pasty look look like a refugee yeah yeah, yeah. look like a refugee so not the best thing so there you go yeah anything that you want to make it look nice it's going to take effort now listen write this down get a notepad here's what you're going to need hair dryer Brush, the what wide tooth comb brush, and some beard oil, and that's it. So you need, but you're gonna have to blow dry your beard, make it train it, just like you should be doing with your hair. And if you're not doing that with your hair or your beard, there's two new things you've learned today that are gonna make you look instantly better. It's not girly to have a hair dryer. It's 2021. Yeah, well, no judgment. Don't smell like bum and have nicer hair and beard faces. Yeah, Lovely. I think that's aspirations for go. everyone. Inspirations. That's cool. Should we have a, a look at some of the questions yeah, we got through today? So as always, we ask you guys some questionies. Well, we ask you to ask us questions literally of anything because we enjoy them and they usually send us off on fun tangents. Yeah, normally we answer like one yeah. and then start talking about something completely unrelated. Oh, no, that's what we wanted you to do before we do that. Ooh. So now we have this rolling. Oh, yeah. Lose round here every Friday it's, it's boys night Friday night Friday yeah, so we have decided we want to go on a marathon is it 90s action like 80s film and 90s. 80s and 90s action film marathons we want your best 80s and 90s action movies for us yeah. to watch yeah now I suggested we start with the worst first like the the best worst <laughs> like because that, that's so it's bad such a fine great. barrier yeah of like Best and worst are almost the same, and everywhere in the middle is dead. Yes, it is. You either have to be truly awful, that so bad yeah. that you're great, or it has to be a genuinely good action film. Mm. So I said, well, there's probably going to be way worse than this, but for me, as in like good, bad, Under Siege, Steven Seagal, mm. and you can watch, I said we should pretty much watch all of Steven Seagal up until he gets starts getting fat. Because when he starts getting fat, his films get rubbish. I oh, see, I haven't watched that many old Steven Seagal films, like... Oh, what was that one I was telling you about before? Half past. Was it half past dead? 
with Half Ja Rule. Dead, yeah, don't Who thought that was? Who thought that Ja Rule yeah. and Steven Seagal? Let's get Steven Seagal, fat Steven Seagal, che- yeah. cheese eating Steven Seagal, yeah. who can no longer kick above knee height. Yeah. And then we'll get a dude who's four foot nothing yeah. and pretend like he can punch people over cars. Yeah. No, sir. Yeah. No. And they, they had wire work in it, I'm pretty sure, yeah, from what did. I remember. Yeah, they it did. was diabolically bad. Yeah. That was the big, and I'm pretty sure that was meant to be his blockbuster movie. Yeah, because Seagal was like Under Siege did really well, and then nothing else after that did much. Um, and also, have you ever noticed Steven Seagal is always of an uh, native Indian descent? Yeah, in all his movies, and yeah. he is not a native Indian in any way. He went through a black phase as well, apparently, where he was like he was <clears throat> pretending to be black, but really, not, yeah, apparently, was like. Have you seen the show where he is legitimately a sheriff and they film him and he goes around to people's houses solving crimes or dealing with actual call-outs on police call-outs? Wow. No. Oh my God, that's real. Yeah. He's an actual, fully, like, badged up sheriff and he just goes into people's houses and people are like, oh shit, Steven Seagal. And he's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> but and he, apparently he goes into any any Chinese person's home that he might go into, he just, like, bows yeah. and does, I don't know what and they're like, dude, I'm American. Like, hey, Hassanola. <laughs> just generalizing. Just, just doesn't like, care. Oh, yeah. He just doesn't care. He's like, no, you have that face. I yeah. do this move, yeah. movement. Yeah. Yes, you have this skin. I do. I go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally that's what, that's how what he functions. Like. That's oh. his levels. He's, he's a, amazing. He's a very interesting character. Have, uh, have I, I don't know whether I could handle back to back Steven Seagal. Like, because how, how many are they going to be? There's, Ooh, at least there's eight. Be, I was going to say there's like eight. yeah somewhere around that like eight. Ten there's months. one where he fights a voodoo guy, which is really good. But the thing with Seagal is he's he's different to the action guys. He snaps bones. Yeah. He short, sharp, vicious movements. Yeah. So you like kind of believed you like oh yeah anyone could do that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And he, his stuff was a bit legit yeah. until he went a bit aikido with it all with all these like swingy things. But yeah. the snappy stuff and movements. He's a like, big geezer as well, isn't he? Yeah, like, he's a Big guy. Big dude. Oh, apparently as well, when he was the police dude, he used to go and train um, police officers how to fight, but he was fat, Steven Seagal. Mm. Like, like, orca fat. Like, not able to move. Like, couldn't kick. So he'd go, like, walk in apparently, he'd be like, so at this point now, he's to kick him in the chest. Yeah. <laughs> and his foot, like, two inches off the floor. And he goes, it's the throat, and boom, now. Just... I, I saw sort of now that, like, in, in any of his recent films, he refuses to stand up in any scene. Dude, he he'll, doesn't even do the action shots anymore. He'll, yeah, he'll only be in a scene if he's allowed to be sat down. <laughs> it's just so good. It's so good. I think we have to go skinny Seagal, skip, skip medium Seagal, and go straight to fat Seagal. Yeah. Because then you're going from, like, good, bad to just terrible, terrible. If we, like, like look at that right of progression, if you looked at, like, Young Steven Seagal in his prime, Sylvester Stallone in his prime, and then we'll like skip forward. And it's forward. like how times have changed. <laughs> Steven Seagal, I'm not standing up for any scenes. I refuse. Yeah, and Sylvester it, Stallone, like 70 years old, still doing his own stunts yeah. and looking shredded and legend, a big growth hormone monster, but looking amazing. I know he is the advert for it, isn't he? I know, mate. Wicked. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Please, uh, in, if you're on YouTube in the comment section, let us know. Um, if there's comment sections wherever you're doing it, let us know. Um, wherever they are, we'll try and find them. Yeah. But Otherwise, just randomly, randomly with no context, just message Lex. Okay. Just random film names. Yeah, yeah go on there. I'll screenshot them and put them on the story later for you all <laughs> no to start context. joining in with us. Or just, or if you've already got a list, just send like. <laughs> 10 over. If you have a list of 80s and 90s action films ready to fire out at any moment, this is your chance. Yeah, you, They've been, been waiting for this for about 10 Some, years. Someone's got a stack One of day, VHS. <laughs> they're going to go up into their loft and they're going to get all these VHSs out and they're like, oh, there we oh, go. Yes, the VHS. Perfect, perfect there you opportunity. Go. So yeah, that's what we wanted to do before we do the questions. Now let's try and do the questions without shutting the camera down. 
We've had a good technical. We're technical geniuses, really. Oh man, we are so we're so, so good. good with technology. Lewis, when we started before, when we tested macros, didn't realize the microphone was muted. Yes. So we threw a mini hissy fit as to why the software wasn't working. Yeah. <sighs> well, I muted it because we were getting a feedback thing where it screeches, and I did that to stop it doing it. But then it kind of—I forgot that I turned it off. And then we started recording. <laughs> it was only a test, though. We hadn't. It wasn't the actual podcast. We haven't we haven't fucked up the actual podcast for a little while. No, we had a little blip earlier, but it it was fine. You know, you won't even realised I can't go on the internet whilst I'm filming from the phone because it uses its own Wi-Fi. Oh, fabulous! So uh, obviously, I'm now not connected to the Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So you can't check it either, can you? No. So I'm going to have to switch. So I'm switching. So we go. We have to keep an eye on that silly camera. God, I need to hack it. If anybody knows how to hack these Canon cameras safely to be able to make them record past thirty minute time. Hook me up. Let me know. I'll have a bash doing it because it's super annoying. Um, right. Let's so, so I think what questions we're going to go from last week's or this week's? This week's. Let's go yeah, get this week's. week's. Let's face it. We aren't going to get through them, are we? <laughs> we, we try. Mm. We do our best. I think we do okay. Um, but a lot of you guys do have some very um, long-winded questions. When you do send a question, try and send it like a bit specific. Don't just be like, how do I do this and then make it one thing that has about 800 yeah. different variables yeah yeah narrow it down make it specific to you explain you know obviously there's a bit of a limit in terms of the amount of wording you can put on there but like try and give us a, some context because yes. sometimes it, it is a bit challenging isn't it message related insights are unavailable now due to privacy rules in, in europe what oh you can't see your response oh no there we go oh. it was a little tab at the top it was another you. technical fault. Apparently we can't see who's done what, but we can still read your messages. Here we go. Let me send you some sweets. Yes. Brilliant. Go for it. Um, I will m- message you after. We love sweets. <laughs> we will nibble them on here. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, but yeah, should we take sweets from outside? We trust you. Right, we're just going to trust you. I'm going to trust I'll, you. I'll, I'll let trust you have you one first. Not to do a road trip. The film road trip. Uh, if you've seen they, it, you'll know. Do they I mean. manufacture sweets, or or is this just a person? I think so. He's I've called, got some sweets. He's called, <laughs> do you want a sweet too? Well, it's it's. Uh, I don't. He's know going to pull up out the front. Name. He's going to pull up out the front. I've got sweets got and sweet. puppies in the van. If you <laughs> want to go, puppies. <laughs> That's what it, oh dear. No question. Just a big thank you for making me giggle and laugh a lot. Ah, you're very welcome. Well, I'm glad we do that. Not a problem. Not a problem. We can carry on doing what we're doing. That makes you do that. No worries. What's the hardest thing you've ever done? That's a good one. Hardest thing you've ever done? Mm-hmm. Ooh, God. In what context? Do we just do general? Yeah, keep it general. And do you know what I'm going to need to think this through? I know what mine is. Sip of whiskey. I'm going to need a sip of whiskey to think it through. So we're going to try this whilst I think, and you can say yours. Chin chin. Chin chin. say right. A sip. You sip. I'll keep talking whilst you sip. Oh, it smells good. Oh, what can I smell? Ooh. I think I always want to smell honey, so I do. Or can I actually smell honey? That's we nice. Don't, we don't know what we're supposed to be smelling because it tells us nothing. It's not very... There's no heat to that. That's really? quite Yeah, that's quite mild, actually. It's got... There's something like peaty or like very green about it. Oh, my it. God, that is zero burn. Mm. Oh, wow. That's nice. Oh, that is really good. Okay, I'm going to get into my um, what the most difficult thing for me was um, opening the gym. Um, oh, to be honest, yeah. like that, there was so much. I went from a point of having zero knowledge but, about. Yeah, let's talk about this. So, 
you went from not doing any business schooling, not doing anything to do with running your own business. Let's just start there. No. So this was just you and your passion for wanting to do something. Yeah. So there was like how I'm not going to go too much into depth. No, because it. it'll be here for an hour. Yeah. But like on a, on a short scale, read a book called um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, talked about um, ways of creating financial security. Um, there was lots of different things that it spoke about, but one of the main ways was talking about how um, starting a business um, is and working for yourself or having you know people work for you is a very good way to long term have more financial security. Um, knew nothing about business, so then started getting books on business. Started thinking about what businesses would be feasible and what I'm passionate about, and then that kind of I realised I love I love training and I've always wanted to make a gym but I always thought when I was young I always thought oh it's something I'll do when I'm like 50 yeah when I'm like when I've got money behind me and I'm like already settled not actually using that as a means to to make money yeah um for whatever reason just because I was uneducated I honestly um, don't think many people understand how expensive it is to start a gym oh God. and the commitment it is. Yeah. Like, because people would always ask me, Are you going to open your own gym? Yeah. And I had to literally like, No. Yeah. Because I knew so many of the guys who, where I trained, mm. they were like local little, like gyms. So I knew in detail how much they put into these things, building yeah. them. Because I, I was, you know, I knew them as friends. Mm. It, and it's, I was just, yeah. It's a massive expense and, it, and the time and the effort and the learning. And that didn't stop once we opened. Fuck me. Like, I'm three years in now and I'm still learning. Um, but by far, that's been the most challenging. Um, the most challenging thing for me like it's uh, fuck there's been days like in the past where it's just been so fucking hard <laughs> and like yeah. it, and the, I think that's really true with any businesses there goes those days when you really doubt whether you made the right decision yeah there was like before it even happened there were so many times where I was like I don't even know whether to just to give up on it because it was years of planning and saving money because um, I don't have like an investor or anything like no. that. There's no like it's you know the it's it's it was quite like over simple. two years prior you thought of it, it was it. Well, it was, it was altogether it was longer. There was about two years of, of conscious like business plan building and this that, and the other. But mm. there was a, probably a loose plan for about a year and a half before that. Yeah. So like a good three and a half years. Yeah, a good three and a half years. It's a serious game. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything, anything with starting businesses, it can be real scary. And there's always going to be things that you come across that you're not used to. But by the time you get through them and you break through, you learn so much along the way and you become so much more adept to what you're doing. So don't ever be afraid of starting something just because you think you don't know enough. Like what Lewis does, he had no no backing and knowing how to uh, run a unit, deal with all the bills, deal with all the um, legalities of running the business, the finances, the company setups. I knew none of that either when I was going through doing what I do now. And mine's, mine's varied all over the show. But at the moment, obviously, now I'm starting a new clothing line. So that's a new company. And there's, but this has investors with it and proper. So this is like a little bit serious and scary for me, mm-hmm. but also really exciting. Yeah. And they say that if it's if if it is truly exciting to you, it should scare you a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, if it doesn't scare you. If it doesn't scare you, it's not worth doing. Yeah. So there, that's a really good one. Yeah, hardest thing you've done. So that's, I don't know, man. Hardest thing I've ever done. Maybe, maybe the hardest thing I did was... To, uh, was, it that, uh, was it sugar babes? What? <laughs> oh, yeah, God. What was that noise? That was a duck laugh. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry, that was a, me trying a, not to laugh. That's the third person in the uh, in the podcast. We've got a duck on for today. We've got Daffy Duck. Um, the Sugar Babes. God, yeah, not a lot of people remember me or know that I've even been in that. Yeah, I was in the Sugar Babes video. Yeah, that wasn't the hardest thing I did, no. It was a long-ass day. That wasn't the hardest thing. <laughs> I was um, joking. But I was in my pants all day and I was human furniture mm. for the entire time. Also... Who's that on you? 
Um, or they tried to make me a chair. Yeah. And I quickly managed to become a coffee table instead, which was way better because okay. there was no one sitting on me. Right. Did um, you get an awkward erection? No, 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 no. no. Uh, there were too many men in pants in the room for that. Luckily. All right. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, because that is that has got to be a worry, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. When well, they're I'm going to have a sugar no. babe. Sit, it's it's about. I don't even know what they look it's like. It's about as sexy as a fart when you're there. Yeah. Like it's 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 not. Yeah. Some people like that. <laughs> Some people like that. Yeah. You've well, got to account for it. There's somebody for everything. Yeah, but no. Yeah, it was all right. Hardest thing I think I did. Maybe it was quitting. Um normal work to go full time doing social stuff like mm. YouTube and Insta because when I did that I did it purely on commission base mm. um so that's pretty scary because I was basically had to what I worked is what I earned like only. and the, there wasn't many people doing that back then no. you were like so early in this social media game yeah. like that it's not like you could have looked to all these other, t- tons of other people no. to do it like like now yeah. back then it must have been like fuck is this actually yeah. is this real it was can, just I, like, can I yeah, make what, money doing this what are we doing what are we selling what like this month what can we what content can we create to uh yeah to to do these things but luckily like I fell on my feet with Gymshark yeah, yeah. She's a sick company to be with, and um, they they have looked after me. Although, uh, for the first few years, like I wasn't wasn't contracted because we, we forgot wasn't contracted. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, and I didn't didn't because I was not like aware of contracting and all this stuff because I'd never done anything like that before. I just assumed I shouldn't be, and then realized everyone around me was, and they were like, "Oh shit, yeah, you know, you're not." So the moment when I got contracted after three years mm. was my first real moment of. <clears throat> Oh, comfort. Com- yeah, well, yeah, a little bit. You of, can breathe. Yeah, can breathe. So I think that was like, three years in. Well, Gymshark was, they took off so quickly. I suppose they probably were like, it was all new to them. Like we look at Gymshark now and yeah. like there's hundreds of staff and multiple offices it around the so, world. I remember the conversation. They like rang me up and went, Lex, you, you don't have a contract with us. I was like, yeah, no, I literally had a, a handshake with, yeah. with, with, and that was it. And we were friends. So I just did it as friends. And because I've been there since the get-go, I was like, yeah, yeah, no, why? They were like, how the how 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 is this like it just completely slipped through the cracks yeah yeah so it was really funny because i should probably have had that security earlier but didn't but maybe that you know it made me work hard through those first three years i was gonna so say probably having that pressure me, yeah. yeah like i think to you're one point. of, you're one of the people that like performs well under pressure yeah like some people like i think a lot of people that have like self that are self-employed or go into business are the type of people that do uh thrive in like high pressure situations um, yeah i think i do i do bounce uh, back well from kind of trying something from from not failing but always it not going your way or something like that I don't tend to sit and dwell on yeah. it it's all like well that's done that like what the fuck do we do to move forward now like yeah. do we do try something the same or do we do a different angle do we do that so I'm very good at kind of doing that mm-hmm. and I think that's a very good mindset to have but also that is because I'm also really bad at focusing yeah. for long periods of time and yeah. stuff. so like Me too. I always say that like yeah people people always like, like how do you do this how do you do that you have to understand we all have uh, good points and bad points so I am really good at coming up with creative ideas and um, just coming up with stuff on the fly I can talk I can fill dead air you know quite easily I've been able to do that as a kid because I was not a bad kid I was just cheeky I can involve with stuff so I'd always have to talk my way out of things so I always was able to come up with things on the fly yeah um, but I think also you know you have to so for every good bit I have in terms of that I also have the attention span of so that was it like yeah with sports and stuff I always pick stuff up quite well you know I, I'm quite adept at, at you know, you make want to go do something. I'm pretty much be capable of going and do it with you. Yeah. Um, 
but then I have the attention span of a cocker spaniel. Hmm. So, you know, we good and bad. Yeah, exactly. Bats. I think as well, like, when people are looking at somebody who's already, like, succeeded, where whatever that might be, it's easy just to think that they're, they've got all their shit together and they're doing it all right, but, you you know, you don't really see the struggles. And also, when on a surface level, when you're looking at, like, a business or a person, you literally know fuck all about what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, you don't know whether oh, they're yeah. about to go under. You don't know if yeah. they're about to, like, if they're depressed. they're not going to show you. No, of course they're not going to show you. Rule. And but, also understand, like, when people burst, burst onto the scene. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. They thing. were doing something for nothing for about a few years. Yeah, they've been grinding for yeah. years without anyone people, noticing. You just haven't seen them before. Yeah. Until they did that one thing. Mm. And they did 12 to a hundred things prior to that before yep. it worked. So, yep. you know, it's all cool. We only get better from failure. Yeah. If all you did w- was succeed, you would, this is what happens when people have everything. Like look at a load of the actors like with Tom Cruise and uh, Mel Gibson and that. They go a bit loopy, mm-hmm. like because there's nothing at, like out of their reach anymore. So they tend to go off a rail because they need something that they can't control. And with mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, it was Scientology. Mm-hmm. With Mel Gibson, it was telling coppers they had sugar tits. Yeah. <laughs> perfectly reasonable yeah, response. Yeah, but both of those guys have both rebounded quite well now. Yeah. Like, have you seen, uh, did you watch Over Christmas, the Mel Gibson film? It's called um, Fat Man. No, I've heard about it. It's a Christmas like, Wicked. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's I a different take it. on Santa. Yeah. Very, very cool. If you haven't watched it, even though it's not Christmas anymore, it would still be dope to watch it now because it's just a free, honestly, it's Gibson back, gritty, and just, yes, how you want to see him. Oh. And he's, he's done a few good, like, low-budget films like that recently, though. There was one it, where he was, like, in a Mexican prison or something. Yeah. I can't remember. That was yeah. quite good. It's the first time you saw him after TRT. Uh, right. Yeah, and he looks good, man. Yeah. And then um, uh, Cruz, obviously, now, I was just throwing himself into becoming more of a director and everything like that. Yeah. and found his way, hasn't he? An absolute legend. Yeah. I'll watch anything with him in. Yeah. He, just, like, he's so... He's, he's, he's mad, but brilliant. Yeah. I just appreciate that the sheer physical effort he puts into his films makes me want to go and see him. Yeah. And that last Mission Impossible. How? What is that, number six? Yeah, something like How that. is that possibly the best? Yeah. After six movies, how can that even be possible? Normally, they shouldn't be able to do that, but I honestly yeah. think that last one was the best of the bunch. Generally speaking, a trilogy is as good as you're going to get, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. really excited to, hear him, uh, to see the new one. If you haven't heard the rant of him going off at somebody, because he's put in his own money to start producing, the, to keep the Mission Impossible um, production going for the new film, he put in all his own money to put in like uh, anti-COVID uh, precautions and all this stuff so that the filming could go ahead whilst abiding by all the rules. And there's a, a soundbite of him catching uh, two guys not abiding by the rules and he loses the plot, but in the best way, like berating them for like, do you understand how many jobs we're putting in effort here, how hard we're working, how Hollywood is fucked at the moment and we are showing the way to be able to make a fucking movie in these times and he just goes off and off and you're like, yeah. Chan- channeling is in a Christian bile. Yeah, it was, yeah. Just having a, yeah. Full, a full on but rant. With, but with a, with a nice yeah, reasoning yeah, behind yeah, it, yeah, like but, a genuine reasoning Yeah, he wasn't it. just kicking off at somebody yeah, for, wasn't for like fucking up the lighting. Yeah, it was. Lighting for Bale, wasn't it? Yeah. To be fair though, I like Bale as he's well, a though. very emotional dude and yeah. he gets well involved. I fucking you know, for um, American Psycho, he got in the shape he was in for that movie because he thought that's what the character should look like, not because they asked him to. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. Fair play. He's, he's, like, he is the king of body transformations. Yeah. He, no 80 one. pound difference between yeah, that, Batman and Machinist, doesn't it? Yeah. It? No one does body transformations better. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it's unrecognisable. And his face as well, like yeah. how much he, he can change. Like visually, if you look at him in something like American Psycho where he's like super good looking. Yeah. Um, and then the Machinist, obviously like... I haven't emaciated watched that. and terrible, but yeah. then he's done some other ones where he's he's. 
big and he's heavy and Jump, he's like yeah. like balding and stuff like that. And he's, yeah, the boxer and, one. Yeah, the yeah the, What's that the fighter. Fight, brilliant. Yeah, and he's like one a meth addict, isn't he? Y- yes. Some yeah. or some kind of really, really, really good movie yeah. with Matt Damon. Yes, amazing. True story uh, too. Is it Matt? Damon? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it isn't it? It's Wahlberg, isn't it? Oh, it is. You're right. Mark Wahlberg. Even better. Yeah. Even better. Love good old Mark. Watched something with him the other day. What did I watch? He's so... I love those little quick one-liners. Mm. When he's going, he'll bleed it. Oh, what is it? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> sidetrack. Anyway, so yeah, that was the hardest thing I think we've ever done. There you go. That was um, 20 minutes on one question. Yeah, uh, really? Oh, damn no, it. No, I don't think it was. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard for me to maintain good shape and also, whiskey emoji, how do you time them both? I don't understand what that means. So it's hard for him to maintain good shape okay, and well, no, drink. Okay, well, consistency in your training and diet. So there you go. Follow a macronutrient diet and keep your training consistent and only make small adjustments. Mm. And I suppose as well, it's going to depend on what you're drinking. If you're knocking back point after point, that's going to be hard because it's calorific. If it's just... How do you time them both? So he's talking about how do you time the alcohol with drink with um, working out. Is it wrong to, to just admit right now that in my home gym, that I'm making the room into a gym, is the same room as my drinks cabinet. And I found that midway through a workout, just, just a little... Just a little, little cheeky tipple of some pirate juice. Yeah, I don't think there's anything helps me cow power through. Yeah, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with it. Like from a, like surely um... it's the psychologists everywhere screaming at the at the, the sound things right now. Whatever they're listening on, like nothing wrong with it. Drinking, drinking, better. I, I don't know. Like I wouldn't recommend getting wasted, but like no, listen. a sip or two. I only did know. it because it was there, and I just thought, huh, wonder what will happen. Yeah. And I just... Um, Loosen I, you up, make you feel good, well, make you feel you warm. you get super vascular. Yeah, and that. very and vascular. it does actually... Did it's actually, energy, isn't it? It's ethanol, pure ethanol. So plus, like. I train late, so it's not like I'm doing it in the morning, so yeah. it's like night time. You haven't got a deal with being yeah. drunk for your <laughs> yeah. If you like training at 6am, and then going, to, going to work <laughs> after, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm literally taking like, like you would one sip out of a full glass kind of thing. Mm. But yeah, no, it was just it was just funny to do. Um, but how do you time it? Oh, here's a real sim- simple trick for you. If you want to drink alcohol um, on a, like a weekend basis, if you want to go out with your mates and do all that jazz, one, stay away from beer and alcopops because excess sugars are in there, loads of them, mm-hmm. unless you want to macro them in, in which case you will have no carbs all day and it'll suck, so don't do that. Instead, have a diet mixer and a spirit. They are your best ones to go to. Alcohol is its own macronutrient. Once you put it in your body, it becomes a priority for breakdown. So... The trick behind that is then eat all your food, a good finish your food up to a good few hours before you go out. So yeah, say about two hours before you go out, uh, before you're going to start drinking, have finished your final, um, well, your second to last meal because I've got a trick for you for afterwards. Then when you go out, let the al- you can, um, you've can you got the alcohol in your system then. Okay. Now, if you're hungry afterwards, which most people are, don't go cheesy chips. Kebab. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> you know how good the cheesy chips are. The cheesy chips are amazing and they cost like £1.50. Don't do it. Get yourself a grilled chicken kebab. Okay? It, yeah. And this is your best bet. If you're going to go to takeaway, do this. Or if you if you can muster these willpower, just chicken and on salad. You're making me want to... I, personally, would come home and make, like, bacon and eggs and eat that. What you don't want is carbs. And mm. really, you don't want fats as such. So I would do, like the lean bacon or something like that with or turkey bacon or turkey rashes with uh, one egg yellow scrambled up in some load of egg whites something like that basically what you'd want to do is just have lean meats after you've been drinking and you'll be sweet and also there's a myth with the old uh, 
uh, testosterone levels as well after drinking. They mm. do not plummet and stay down for freaking days and affect your gains. Mm-hmm. It's a load of tosh. It's been disproven a hundred times over. Also, like as long as like it'll drop a little bit and it'll be within the normal range. Like testosterone levels fluctuate throughout the day anyway. Yeah. Don't fucking. What it actually does it. is peak. After a few hours of drinking, which is where everyone gets a bit rowdy in the clubs. And, like, and then about an hour later, they're like, sorry, bro, I love you, man. It's cheesy chips. Like, yeah, yeah, bro. That's because testosterone's peak and they start coming down. But within 12 hours, your testosterone's <clears throat> are back to baseline. Yeah. No matter what you do. Like, so you pretty, unless you're still drunk. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't worry about it all. Just go out, have fun, just be sensible. Understand that alcohol pops have loads of sugar in them, beer has loads of sugar in them, and you could I was going to say one other thing is if you're one of them people that struggles if you're having a drink at home if you're like I'm just going to have one and then you have that one and you're loose and you're like oh I'm going to have another one now yeah. like when you pour that first one take the take the bottle and go and put it on top of your cabinet like make it somewhere awkward to get to so it's not convenient because oh, that's true. you can still yeah. go and get it if you really fucking want it yeah but, you're making a real conscious decision but, to do it. Yeah, you're making a real conscious decision to do it. And while you're climbing on your cabinet, you might fall off <laughs> and knock yourself out and then you didn't drink. So that's also... <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. So there's a thing. So once you st- stop, stop drinking... Uh, start, stop eating two hours before you start drinking. Only leave meats after you do start drinking. And if you're drinking at home, just bodily harm. Yeah, just throw yourself just off. Stop yourself. Throw yeah, yourself off a, your units to to stop yourself in your tracks. Yeah, just a, like a, Solid a WWE like five star frog splash off the kitchen counter onto the floor. Asterisk star. Who cast thinks there's no responsibility for you throwing yourself off your own kitchen cabinets. Drink at your own risk. <laughs> okay, next one. What other YouTube channels do you watch? What other podcasts do you listen to? I listen to The Fighter and the Kid and Joe Rogan, and that's pretty much it. And then I'll Google people I want to listen to who have appeared on other people, and then I'll check, I'll go on a podcast that they're on that I maybe have not heard before. But pretty much Fighter and the Kid and Joe Rogan's the only ones I really listen to. Yeah, Joe Rogan for me, um, and that's probably it. I don't actually listen to that many other podcasts. Yeah. I listen to a lot of audio books. That's my main form and, of and audio. YouTube-wise, um, it annoys me. Uh, it never shows me anything of anyone's, anything I'm subscribed to anymore. No. It's an absolute joke. So uh, I tend to, again, only go on YouTube when I'm searching for something specific because mm. it's very hard to keep on, on track of people. So I will go and search people I'm, I'm watching rather than uh, I have to go on and search them. So I'll be, yeah, end up down rabbit holes after doing that then yeah usually yeah I was yeah say, it's a tough one it doesn't yeah it's not putting out much to what i actually follow the, the one thing i consistently see is like um this guy derek from more plates more dates right. um which is i used to watch one like chicken hot wings challenges and stuff I used to oh, one called hot, hot wings ones, or something hot, and, and they, they do an interview whilst they're eating yeah that was really good yeah, hot ones was great I used to really like that uh, I did used to watch like obviously i used to watch a lot of the guys you know like i used to watch like christian like um max uh yeah, I used to watch, didn't, watch a didn't lot of really Max Tune. Too much of Pump Chasers. I did bits and bobs. Are you, it was before. It was when it was. What was his name? Vince. Vince G. Oh yeah. Yeah, and <sighs> when it. What were what they called before that? Um, POG. Physiques of greatness. Physiques of greatness. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, watched a lot of like yeah. old Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Filming it on his little potato, sat on top of his fridge. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he filmed on his phone for like <laughs> five years. Didn't yeah, he? and it's like he's only a short guy, and he put it on his phone to make him look like he was literally like just a head on a pair of <laughs> pair of shoes. And like, yeah. Chris Jones. Now I think the only I don't know if I've watched anything specific anymore. I think it's just a lot of search things or like catching up. 
Like I'll have a day where I'm like, God, I haven't seen anything from them for ages. Yes. Because YouTube's not showing it to me because mm-hmm. it's a shit bag. And so then I'll go. And so, yeah. So if you are actually on YouTube and you don't know, if you do like people and you want to stay, in, you know, following them, which does help everybody and everybody appreciates who is on YouTube, um, make sure you go to your notifications on there and double double down on the notifications because you've got to do three things now. You've got one, click on the notification. It drops down. Then you've got to choose notifications. Then you have to choose all notifications because if you just choose the bell mm-hmm. it only notifies them sometimes which is the most bizarre option on earth that's basically YouTube going like nah we'll show you what we want to show you yeah like, it's been redundant it's just so it's heavily so focused on like the mon- monetization Saturday Night Live all on my home screen and all these bollocks or mm. some viral video about a dog skateboarding into yeah. a gutting like, oh fuck yeah, or some random shit that's like someone's oh, just re-uploaded from TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. We're not going to yeah. get on no, TikTok. No. No. Nope. Yeah. Oh. Support your creators, guys. Yeah. Do that. Fuck, Do fuck, it. Yeah. Fuck that homepage. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, ever tried Wim Hof? Uh, no. I think that's a big subject. I haven't tried it. I do want to. I have heard that it can get uncomfortable, and so that's quite a reason for me wanting to try it because yeah. I, I do have moments in life where I'll be doing some breathing stuff and, mm-hmm. like, or say I've like bollocks myself on the bag, mm-hmm. and there's moments where I feel like I can't get air in and I have to really focus on slowing down and really breathing in rather than doing that shallow top lung breathing. Yeah. Um, so I think, it, yeah, I do want to do it. I, I've know. done um, some Wim Hof stuff for a while. I've like, I've followed Wim Hof for years, um, but I've not actually had that much practical, like, time experiencing it um i've done the cold showers which i think are worse than the ice baths personally because they have like a progression mm-hmm. where you'll like get in your normal shower and then you'll turn it turn it down for like 15 seconds and then turn it up and they like phase you into this and i like was like fuck that i'm just gonna go in an ice bath yeah. and like it's freezing cold obviously um when you first get in it takes your breath away Not you've got to really consciously be like take take full breaths you like really have to focus on catching your breath and then after like 30 seconds you pretty much acclimatize to it and you can like meditative like meditative 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 um yeah and like so the ice baths that's something like purely from a so this is not a one of the reasons i do it so there's loads of stuff about like your kind of how it can uh i don't even know the i can't explain the science behind it there's a there's a lot that goes there's a lot that goes into it but like because obviously athletes have ice baths and one thing i have found is if i've got quite bad doms after the ice bath i was doing this on a weekly basis so every week when i'd restart my training block i would have an ice bath as like a full reset um because it like reduces inflammation in the body yeah um and I genuinely like. Doesn't the ice ice baths pr- promote a certain protein a lot, like heat protein release? Oh, Isn't there some similar thing for ice baths? It's something well? to do with like increasing something the amount like of brown that. fat as well, which is like good fats right. um, in the body, like shifts the ratio to more yeah. brown fat. We definitely all should be doing it more. Yeah, um, but like definitely, like I'm not a placebo-y person. How did you do your ice bath? I just filled my bath with cold water yeah. um, till about the halfway mark. bought a load of pound bags yeah, of ice. Yeah, bought pound bags of ice. Dropped, I just used one bag. Left That's enough. It, yeah, just left it for like 10 okay. minutes until most of the ice had melted into it so it actually dropped the temperature. I was going to say, would it not be a pain in the dick to have to have that amount of ice around? But if you're only using one bag at a time, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's... Mate, made it fucking enough. cold. Yeah, made yeah. it fucking cold. Especially now when the water out the pipes is pretty cold yeah. anyway. yeah. Cool. But um, yeah, there was definitely like a, a noticeable difference to my my level of DOMS. 
but like, like I said, so it, it helps your recovery. Yeah, a hundred percent. And um, but it does stop inflammation, which is not necessarily always a good thing because inflammation is an important part of hypertrophy. Yeah. So when yeah. you're training, it causes inflammation, which triggers the muscle protein synthesis and loads of other stuff. So actually, ice bathing too much and stopping inflammation too much will actually hurt your gains. So take that with careful. a pinch of salt careful yeah that's true also um don't use ibuprofen if you've got something swelling up on the first day maybe mm. 24 hours be using before using any anti-inflammatory drugs there's a handy hint to add to your medicare kit and your picture of me you <laughs> should just have that ibuprofen <laughs> stuck to your forehead <laughs> stick it on my forehead on the picture yeah okay next one um what two past and present people would you like to train with for him this is brett versus godzilla what a random instagram name he, you Brett versus Godzilla. Are you, does that mean, Brett, that you think you're King Kong? Technically, or no. Mothra? Well, I, like, I've, I remember his Instagram because he's a mem- uh, not a member, but he follows us on BCB and he's been in, I'm sure, on day passes and stuff. Was he wearing a giant pair of wings? No, he wasn't. No, oh, disappointed. But he had, he, he had that he Instagram name way before like, the, the Kong movie was like announced. So, so who, who are you thinking? Why are you fighting Godzilla? What's your problem with Godzilla? He's the king of kings. He's the king of the beasties. He's the one that saves us all. Stop fighting him, Brett. Let him in. Yeah. Godzilla love. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I haven't answered the question. What two past and present people would you like to train with? Uh, I would go, oh, I don't know if I would do Arnie because he's just bodybuilding. Mm. Like, I don't know. I've watched a lot of him. I think, where well, maybe it'd be cool because he's because the way he kind of puts that energy into the concentration of the muscle and the pump and all that. That'd be quite cool. So yeah, maybe. But I think someone more like... Uh, okay, I'll go. I'm torn between Arnie and Stallone because of the difference in the training. I just think Stallone is so driven. I would go Stallone. Personally. Yeah, and then somebody like maybe um, Frank Zane or mm. somebody because I think he was really interesting. He still looked great. Yeah, at like yeah. seventy plus. He's yeah. like that comparison picture that's floating around the web yeah. of him at like seventy two versus him in his prime was just amazing. Insane. So yeah, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would say Stallone, um, and then like for present, I would go um, August. Like, I've trained with Ogus. It's all right for you. you Train with him. Done it. Me and Ogus the pals. I was there. Done it all the time. Yeah. So I've never met. Spat on my bicep with him. (laughs) (laughs) I've never met Ogus. And he was, I think I've said this before, but he was one of the things that got me into fitness. Get Matt back over to catch him. I might message him and see see if we can get him over. 100%. If he ever comes, get him down BCB. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'll do that. It was indirectly because of Matt Ogus. Like, the gym wouldn't have potentially have happened because i got into fitness park because of matt i got into the youtube because of matt all hail the matt when he had hair yes the long ass hair yeah yeah. that he kept quit being a little bitch 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 august cake august cake yeah that was good times yeah it was a golden era okay can you give some advice for an obese person wanted to turn it around yeah and i'm going to blast through this quickly and harshly number one well done for asking the question that's you reaching out well done man so Number one, hopefully you are owning it. You're like, right, fuck this. I'm where I don't want to be. That's a great start. Fucking great start. So understand, and this is going to sound harsh, where you're at is your doing. Okay? And it is because you've eaten that way, whether it's bad habits or whatever's caused it to be your doing. But the best thing about that is, and this is that's the bare, bare basics of it. That's without knowing your life story or anything like that. Just the biology of it. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming you don't have underactive thyroid, which even if you did, would be medicated anyway, so blah. Um, which also means you it's totally in your control to 
undo it. Do. Yeah. So 100%. you have the power. You've had the power to create it. You have the power to reverse it. Um, and I'm going to give you three simple is one thing. Go in your kitchen now and anything that you can't, you can't like stop yourself eating, mm-hmm. get out of the house. Yeah. If it's not in the house, you will stop snacking on it. Yeah. Normal human beings will snack on shit they shouldn't snack on if yeah. it's in the house. Yeah. Literally right now. Dude, like, right. if, if this person is listening now, yeah. like, you, you take your phone with you, go into your kitchen now, and throw some shit get in the a, bin. Get a black bin bag out, yeah. and start going to your cupboard, and putting that shit in a bin. Yeah. And then, what you need to do is meal prep. Yeah. So, you need to cook meals, not one at a time, but cook meals that you like, in mass, and split them down through the day into Tupperwares in your fridge. That way, when you get hungry, and you have that moment of, like, oh, I can't be asked cooking, there's something there that is balanced for you to eat. Now, if you don't understand the balance of your food and things like that, Google is your friend. Mm-hmm. Just look up basic things. In fact, mate, message me. I will go through this with you. I'll explain yeah. proteins, carbs, and fats. Absolutely no problem. Yeah. I'll break it down to you real simple. And there's an app you should download called My Fitness Pal. Yes. And all, you should, all I want you to do for the first week is... Try and eat a little bit healthy and weigh what you eat and log it. Yes, mm-hmm. that sounds like a chore. And it is a bit of a chore. Walk as well. That's probably yeah. the I don't know obviously. Well, that's what the you, next step. I, I, was say, I don't know what your yeah. exercise history is, but the Let first fitness pal thing is a yeah, bit confusing. So with the my fitness pal, all I want you to do is log what you eat. And that means whether it's if you if it has barcode scans on it and things like that. So if you're cooking like a full thing, you can just beep it and it'll log it automatically for you. If you're cooking something, you're going to need to weigh it when you put it in the bowl before you eat it and then just log that weight of what you're eating. So then you log it and meat, the potato and whatever. And yeah, that sounds like a bit of a chore, but listen, it's going to take fucking effort. There is no magic pill. There's no magic solution. These efforts are going to have to be put in place for it to take effect. And it's super lazy and easy to get out of shape because it takes no effort, no monitoring, no nothing. So it's going to seem like a big step and a big jump towards, oh God, this is an effort. And yes, mate, it's an effort. But trust me, it's still an effort for anybody trying to do anything because no matter how big you are, how small you are, the same fucking rules apply. We are no different. We're just at different points on that journey and on that path. And that's what you need to know. You are no different to me. If I want to start losing weight, I have to do the same thing you're going to have to do. To me, though, I've just done it more times, so I know what to expect. That's the only difference. But we're on the same fucking path, buddy. You're just a little bit behind. That's it. That's all it is. You're not lost. You just got to catch up. Yeah, it's not a complex process in terms of actually no, performing. Make it, it simple. It, 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 you want it to. You want it to be simple, but it's a. It's not instant, no. and that's. I think that's the hardest thing. Is everyone wants instant gratification? They want to see results straight away. It's and tough, you, and you see, you see these transformation things all the time. And it says twelve weeks this, eight weeks that. Bollocks. Yeah, okay? most of it. it, it most just, of it's utter bollocks, mate. Most like when I dieted for for competitions, I was already in shape before the competition. I would still diet for twenty weeks mm-hmm. to get into that lean, 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 crazy condition. Yeah. Like it's. Just don't don't watch all that shit. Don't listen to that shit. Um, if you can't do the MyFitnessPal and the weighing thing seems a bit overwhelming, get a plate, only eat off that one plate and section your plate into meats, carbs, and whatever else is on that veg, yeah. veg I guess. One, uh, one, and then just keep them proportionate over time and then slowly little chip away at things. Yeah, because I think most people have at least a general idea of what is healthy and what's not healthy. It might not be 100% accurate. But um, a book that I was reading actually spoke about this, like, soup, it, like, massively simplifies the concept. It's like, whenever you're going to do something, ask yourself, what would a healthy person do? And, yeah. and like, think yeah. about, like, actually consciously think, like, would a healthy person eat this bag of Doritos and dip? Answers no. no. And I think everyone logically would identify that that's the correct answer. Um, and then, like, I'm going to do, I'm going to sit on my 
PlayStation and play a game for the next four hours, what would a healthy person do? Like, probably move wouldn't more. do that. I'd probably go and move a little bit. So, yeah. like, go for a walk. That's kind of what I was going at yeah. before. It's like, don't worry about some Only crazy... two hours on it and go for a half-hour walk. Yeah, don't, don't worry about some crazy exercise routine if you're not already adapted to training. Literally, if somebody's never been training... The best step is going for walks. Yep. Start with something that's reasonable. Don't kill yourself. And then just incrementally make it a little bit longer and add another, another you know, 100 steps to the yeah, walk or is. another minute or however you're, Five, however you're tracking minutes. it. Yeah. And then just incrementally do more. And I know multiple people that have been morbidly obese that their first few steps to literally to getting fit <laughs> yeah. was just taking okay. their steps. And it's creating that mechanism stones. for yeah. Yeah, yeah, activity, being active, which is something that's probably lost from their daily routine. Yeah, uh, And especially now in lockdown, it's probably got even worse. And here's some good news for you as well. You don't have to eat chicken and broccoli, okay? Mm-hmm. That's bullshit as well. You yeah. do not need to starve yourself to get thin. In fact, the goal of getting thin, for everybody listening, is to eat as much as possible while still losing weight. Yeah. You need to fuel weight loss, and that means supporting your body and supporting the muscle mass that's there and making it chew up the fat stores. What a lot of people do is they'll starve themselves and be like, yeah, but it makes me lose weight. Yeah, bro, muscle weight. Yeah. Muscle's easier to break down than fat, so your body will chew up muscle really quickly to get that glycogen that it needs. Yeah, don't, don't drop the calories too harsh too fast. You want to no. think about this as like you want to you wanna reduce your calories as little as possible to still be losing weight yes because if you think about it all these techniques that you're going to be implementing there's so much with like training there's dietary t- tactics like fasting and and actually yeah. calorie restriction we fasting quickly fasting is really good but it is not magic the only thing fasting does is make you eat within a certain time window and when you eat within a certain time window you tend to be more aware of your food and be more consistent in getting it in yeah. you also finish eating at the same time every day which means when you wake up in the morning you're looking more consistent day to day rather than other times when you used to finish eating later or earlier or different foods and stuff like that so all fasting does is create a better routine for yourself, which often then generates results because you're more conscious of what you're doing. Plus, consistency in the mirror because you're finishing, starting and finishing eating at the same time, so you tend to wake up in the same state. Yeah, it's all, not magic. That applies. That pretty much applies to all types mm. of diets, like you know, Atkins diet, keto, everything. Yeah, the, you, it's no fucking coincidence that there's a million variations of diets that all directly say that what the other ones are doing is completely wrong. Yet they all seem to work for people it's because they're all just forms of calorie restriction because there's like a pyramid of nutrition and the base is your your um, energy input and output your calories and then the next one up is your macronutrients so that's how your cal you know your calories are divided between Mm -hmm. carbs fats and proteins then you probably look into like maybe meal timing and stuff like that would be the next one up but if you haven't got like the biggest and most important part is just the calories and then maybe your macros start there just start with the basics yeah but you need to know basically what are you eating a day so start being fucking honest write down everything you eat during the day and work out what the fuck those calories are you taking in don't lie to yourself don't go oh i probably only had this log every biscuit every crisp everything that goes in your face yeah because you will be nibbling without knowing it yeah and if you still haven't gone into your kitchen go fucking do it now do it now bin it get them out there keep all the good stuff keep your meats keep your potatoes keep the veg in there and listen you don't have to as i said before eat chicken and broccoli it should be a balanced diet you should have carbs fats protein and you can still have treats on it um i dieted all the way down to competition level stage level eating ice cream sausages ketchup you just 
they have a value. They have a nutritional value. And as long as that nutritional value fits in your allowance for the day and you're willing to give up those nutrients for that snack or whatever, then you can do it. Often you'll find though, like all the bad foods, what the problem with them is, is there you get a lot of calories for a small portion. Mm. Unlike whole foods, where for those same calories, you'll get almost double the volume. Um, So you end up being fuller and more satisfied. Whereas with the ones that give you, oh, which are the treat treat foods, which are higher impact, you end up eating double the amount and twice calories because you're still hungry. Very low in micronutrients as well, which is like your vitamins and minerals. But also something to be aware of, no amount of vitamins or anything like that make you lose weight. Talking real basics here, macros determine your lean body mass and fat indexes mm-hmm. don't they um whereas your m- micronutrients the vitamins and everything dictate kind of the health of your skin your hair nail growth hair growth it will help kind of with jazz. um your body's function which inadvertently would help with weight loss yes but, but you, not, no, not directly not, no if you kept yourself the same and then sorted out all your micronutrients but didn't fuck with your diet nothing would happen you keep gaining weight yeah so yeah. that's your main goal main thing calorie mm-hmm. control Control. energy in versus and you already made out. that step dude by even messaging us yeah. that's your fucking point of turnaround this is it this is your fucking point this is it what what other fucking reason do you have now than having that moment of realization where you're like i'm fucking done with this yeah be that transformations picture that you've seen yeah yeah exactly that's and what it is set yourself realistic timelines so mm-hmm. we're not talking 12 weeks 12 fucking months bro yeah 12 months and just keep fucking going you never know where you're gonna end up yeah good question wow we got soapboxy there though huh yeah, but shit like that's important. That's like I, think I just I just think all... we live in a fucking culture where nobody is accountable for the fact like this has gone wrong. It's not that, and then they're told, and it's not even their fault. There's idiots on TV being given their, these fucking platforms to just spew bile and nonsense. That like, oh, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. It's a disease. Really, yeah. really. I'm gonna get overweight and then walk into a cancer ward yeah. and announce to them I've got disease. Yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. No, you're not. No. And the problem is, is that, that that is given more voice than the the health side of it because the health side of it is a little bit more complicated and gets less clicks on mm. news or all this stuff. Because it can make so, people, it can make people feel a little better emotionally. But is that what's actually misery good loves for them? company, bro? Is that, is that what's good for them? Mm-hmm. Like realistically telling somebody the, the thing that might be a little bit harsher and the honest truth, yeah. and also but empowering them yeah. in the fact that. Yes, this is your doing, and yes, you have the ability to to reverse that, and you have the ability to change. You're not, you don't have a disease that you need to, you know, just feel sorry for because it's something external out of your control. Yeah, it's completely within your control. Hundred percent, absolutely in your control. Do not let anyone tell you any fucking different. Yeah. And the people telling you different usually not in shape. Usually just hiding their own insecurity by spewing this nonsense because they want other people to rally around, be in the same situation, and be happy in it. Well you know, or make them feel better about being in it because other people are in it too. Misery loves fucking company. Yeah. Don't don't be in that company. <laughs> Have we got something? That's what we've got going on. Next one. What were you... No, I'm not that much boring. <laughs> we'll do it quick. What were you trained first when the gyms reopen? Everything. I'm just going to go in and play for like four hours. Yeah. Everything. Uh, it doesn't matter to me because I have my own gym, so... <laughs> ha. Um, shake diet. Is it good? Shake diet, as in yeah, yeah, a diet. ones where you don't eat food and just have shakes. Oh, no, God, it's it no, doesn't just fucking no. matter. It just mean you ain't going to go into it. It's just, just being lazy. Just fucking no, no, it's dumb. Eat food. <laughs> That's what it's for. Put it in your mouth. And then we just got love from Norway from there as well. Hello, Norway. <laughs> or just the per- the one person from Norway. <laughs> just one. That one. The one guy in Norway. Population number one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one guy who sent the message. <laughs> I assume it's a guy. 
Um, Rightio. I don't know. I've got mixed up as to where we are on the thing. Basically, we've been sent sweets. We've hopefully helped somebody like kick their own ass. Yeah. Um, and Wim, Wim Hof is hard. Yeah. Uh, drinking whilst training is okay. And if you don't want to drink at night, throw yourself off a kitchen unit. Yeah. I think it's going pretty well. Yeah. And I, and I was, I, and there's naked photos floating around. And there's naked photos of Mr. Lewis floating around from Isle of Man calendar shoot 2000, 10 years ago. Yeah. Thereabouts 10 years, maybe a bit so, less. I'm not sure. 210 to 212. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere around there. Lex, out. is there any naked photos of you floating around the internet? Do you know what? I have. <laughs> there we go. Right. Okay. This is what they all wanted to know. <laughs> So, there was a time where I was in between fighting and knowing what I was doing with my life. So, I got my dick in. <laughs> so, I went up a mountain and I got broke back. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly made you spit that out then. <laughs> so, what happened was I did, um, I, I got offered to go and do like a men's health cover, cover shoot, mm. which I did. Mm. And it never got released because they said we were too unobtainable. Dude, I was like just lean. I wasn't even like that big. I was coming out of fighting. I was 73 kilos, four maybe at best. Yeah. And I did it alongside a guy called Nick, whose last name I can't remember, but he was in sick shape. Yeah. Good looking lad too. Fireman as well. Yeah. It's like, pfft, yeah. Car, why am I with this guy? Yeah. It's just like, pfft, if we go to a bar, I'm getting new one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he didn't get used for the same thing. He was too unobtainable. Too ridiculous. We have a we have a member, Joe, um, who Joe Zar, who was on Men's Health years ago as well on the cover. Really? Yeah, just randomly. But they started putting people on there in t-shirts now because in Britain we don't like to be. Um, don't want to see man nipples. We, no, no. Literally, we don't want to be made to feel bad about our own bodies by looking at this muscle man on the front of a thing. Literally, in that's a this is any health mate. This is a real fucking thing. So they found they had to start putting people in t-shirts on the front covers because it sold better if they did that, which is just <sighs> bullshit. Like, stand by your fucking brand, man. Yeah. Just keep powering out, and those maybe you don't want those dickheads to buy a magazine because maybe they ain't doing shit Do you, with it. Like, am I able to say whatever the fuck I want yes, about mental health? Yeah. Oh, it's a bag of shit. Yeah. I've been in. It's well, my gym's nonsense. been in mental health, but it is the same bollocks been recycled for the last 20, right. go, like 15 years. Look at a men's health. If you've owned a men's health magazine in the past year, go find one from six months ago and then go into a supermarket now and look at the one they've got out now. It will be the same magazine mm-hmm. and it just the, the stuff in it is just nonsense as well like it's yeah. just not right and all of it most of it is funded by the, the supplement companies that they're telling you to buy the supplement co- yeah. supplements or so yeah. it's like, oh buy this shit and then next page oh miraculously there's an advert for that shit yeah so it's like yeah it's, it's just bad and yeah. the fact that they started putting people on the front in t-shirts because they didn't because they wanted to appeal to people that didn't work out is like the most ridiculous thing mm. i've ever heard like Come on. In America, that doesn't happen. In America, the men's health in America is still jack dudes on the front looking good. But they weren't always levels. stupid jacks. No, like, they're never stupid jacks. That's what I mean. They were r- they're like, like Ryan they Reynolds. athletes and reasonable, like, yeah, people. Just lean. Some, some people that Some people were even, like, higher body fat. What was um, the, the guy from the SAS thing? And oh like, yeah, I know. Yeah, and he yeah. was, and like, don't get me wrong, he's in good shape, but he's not shredded by any means. He's he's a fucking geezer. Yeah. He's a he's a bloke yeah. that like kills motherfuckers. Yeah. So like, he doesn't need to have a six pack to be able to do that. It, oh, yeah. it shows that you can, you don't have to have a six pack to be healthy. No, we were talking about this before. You don't even care. No, I'm not first. I ain't got a six pack right now. No, like, I was wiggling more... my belly at Lex earlier. Yeah, yeah, you were. You were doing the truffle shuffle. I did the truffle shuffle, yeah. <laughs> truffle I'm bulking shuffle. at the moment. I'm like 91 kilos, which is like very heavy for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I've 
barely got visible abs like they're, they're see, pretty for much for me because i've had them for so long from going from like fighting into lifting obviously when you're fighting you're always you know just this all core, you need to be everything's at, well there. you need to be in the lowest down weight, weight for your ready to go category, yeah. yeah um and then going into bodybuilding from that obviously again it's very visual very kind of um obsessive in its way so i've kind of been accustomed to always having them to a quite a high level so when they disappear even a little bit yeah. i'm like ooh. But Ooh. also, you've got to you. Your is part job of your job is to pressure, look it in good shape. To be there, like yeah. obviously, a lot of people bulk and cut and whatever else. But I don't have to go and post shirtless pictures of me on a regular basis, whereas yeah. you do. Well, you don't have to, but no, you, I guess you choose not. to. But no, but I do find like um, I am more motivated when my midsection looks good. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. more motivated to keep it looking good. Yeah. Uh, so when I do, when it does, when I get a bit heavier and it, and I feel it. I, I also am a bit like... Ugh. feel a bit lethargic. Yeah, it does. It does. I it think it's different for different people. Though. Some people, like, if you've got a genetic predisposition to be a little bit leaner, then I think some people can feel good while being lean year-round. Yeah. Whereas, like, I've, like, bulked up a good few ki- kilos. My body fat's probably, like, 18 19% maybe. Um, I don't know, obviously... Percentages are a bit of a fucking. That's yeah, we're not. No, we're not going to no, get into that. No. I'm pulling a number out of my ass. That was bollocks. So it might. It's somewhere between one percent and a hundred percent. Somewhere. Most important things when you're trying to lose weight or get in shape are your visuals in the mirror and your measurements. Can we wait on the scale? Listen, you only should take seven day averages. Day to day doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah. You fluctuate so much depending on hydration and output and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's seven day averages. Seven day average versus seven day average. So get on the scale, log it, move the fuck on with your day. Yeah. And then take your average of the seven days and then do that against the next one. That's how you do it. It's yeah. real easy. Up and down is all you care about. Like Lou and I are similar height. He weighs a t- you weigh like 10 kilos more than me, bro. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't think it to look at us. Like at- mm-hmm. you-, you wouldn't think we'd be much far off a different, too much different mm-hmm. weight. So... Everybody's so different. Bone, yeah. de- everything's so so different. So your I'm weight, a, is- I'm a heavy, like I'm dense. You're, you're like I girthy. weigh a lot more than I always look like I should yeah. weigh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is good thing. Really. I eat them. bricks though, so that <laughs> might have something to do with it. <laughs> like a golden retriever, just <laughs> eating stones. Eating stones yeah, it's good for my digestion. You're a platypus. Yeah, you're the, pl- <laughs> the human platypus. Oh dear, that would be my wrestling name, the yeah. platypus, and I'd flop out. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, I have. Uh, let's finish off. Let's keep blast. I quite like this question one. Let's let's do some more. But do you remember the cheese grater on your balls one that we did mm-hmm. last week? Yeah, Jay Davis. That, that was rough. Cheers for that one, Jay. I've just did, seen that one again. Did it, did all. he uh, did he ever clarify? Unlike no, actually, how far do that. How far down the yeah? The question was: Would you cheese grater your balls or knitting needle down the japsai? Which are both horrendous things if you're a male mm-hmm. of the species. Yeah, yeah. If it was females, it would have to be. Probably a nipple grating. Yeah. Nipple grating and an equivalent. It'd be needle up the urethra. Whoa, Jesus. Whoa, that makes you cringe. Just even thinking Jesus. that. Yeah, there you go. Right. Horrible. Is that even possible? Horrible, dear. Horrible. Cheers for that. Good, though. Those questions are quite funny. Mm. Like, what would win between a tiger and a bear, but on sand, hot sand? Mm-hmm. I would say... I'm going bear still. I was going to say I'd go for the bear. Tigers are bigger than you think, though. Okay, a tiger or a bear, but in shallow water around, around like, three, four inches of shallow water, like a stream. I'm going bear on that one mm. because... More adapted to the... We're just standing power. Yeah. Whereas the tiger's going to need to move and pounce more. It's going to be slowed down by the water. Yeah. 
I think I think so. Unless uh, unless the bear slipped on a salmon. Be that tight, guys. Get something's back. <laughs> <laughs> the the bear's banana skin. <laughs> if anyone, oh, talk, we were oh, fucking showed Lexus the other day. Go onto YouTube and look for bear hits himself in the balls. Oh my god, it's the best thing you'll watch. It'll cheer your day it's, up. There's a bear like getting it's got like it looks like a hose pipe or something like that and he's like just this cctv camera in the woods and he's like scratching up this post and he gets this this hose pipe and he's like pulling up biting this hose pipe and then it pings off <laughs> swings over his shoulders and hits him in the bollocks and then he tries to run away but his legs buckle his little legs just go out like, you can tell he doesn't understand like animals feel pain differently to we do so like he tries to run off but the body's like no bro we can't go anywhere right now. So his legs kind of just start wobbling uncontrollably behind him as he's trying to run. And then he just gives in and rolls onto his side. Yeah, if, you, if you're watching on YouTube, don't stop this video. Just open up another tab and just look for that bear video. Just do it. It's bear fucking hilarious. And just, but you have to watch it over and over and it gets funnier and, there's and a, funnier. Because you've got the audio to so put the sound on and you'll hear the ping as, as, it, the, as the, uh, as the hose around. pipe swings around and hits him. Oh, he's so funny. It's and amazing. there's a moment, he, he lies on his side and you, if you, in bear, in, that's the moment the bear's like going, uh, and then he yeah. tries to get up again and, and there's a moment where he's, and when he goes like, yeah, no, and then yeah, lies back down on his side. <laughs> also good to know you can kick a bear in the balls though. Yes, that's what, that's that's my takeaway from that. It's just yeah. like, if I get attacked by a bear, kicking in the bollocks. Kicking in the bollocks. Unless you've got a she-bear. Oh yeah, buggered. She-bear's got you. Punch it in the tits. Cheese grated tip. <laughs> Cheese grated nipples. We are full of wisdom. Yep, there we go. Oh, so we may have saved someone's life there. Yes, in one way or another. Yeah. What a, we've definitely gone some some fun roads on that that this episode. It's been a good one. Yeah. You know, I'd love to point out, guys, you, uh, we do not come into these episodes with any kind of plan. No. no. At all. We just talk. Oh yeah. Maybe we should make plans. Yeah, maybe. a little bit. But yeah. we have covered some good stuff today with all the fat loss and things like that. Yeah. But they're going to rapidly run out. And Well, let us know. Are these things interesting to you or do they get kind of... Because to me, we talk about them so often, they're a little bit tedious. Yeah. Um, but but for most you. people, maybe you still haven't heard the stuff we're coming out with. Because mm. I know a lot of people haven't. It's still voodoo to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. I think um, just because we... We talk about it a lot. We know it's old news to us, but it doesn't mean it's to other people. So, yeah, be interesting to know what you guys think and whether whether the structure works as well. I actually had a Zoom meeting with um, another gym owner um, who owns uh, the Watson Gym in Frome, who's about to start doing some podcasts with one of his friends. And he was like wanting to pick my brains about it, and I wanted to chat yeah. to him about some, some business stuff. Business. Because I'm a businessman. I'm a now. <laughs> I didn't need that maths class. And, uh, and he, <laughs> he was like, so when you go into the podcast, do you have any structure? Like, how do you plan it out? And I was just like... <laughs> Looking for advice. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, we... Uh, we don't have any structure. We yeah. just we just turn up and waffle bollocks we for like a, we have a tea an hour and a half, and then pour whiskey. Yeah, and like we'll, we get the, the Q and A thing before we do it. Can you describe? So we see we actually didn't go through it. The only thing I can get my palate is so non refined yet. I get a sweetness when you first put it in to the mouth. That's what she said. Um, so I get sweetness through the front. And then over the back, I get a heat, but not an alcohol burn. It's like literally a heat. It yes, warms warm. my mouth. Yeah. And then there is a smoky taste to it. It's not too smoky, though. It's but not, not, overpowering. not overpowering. Not like that peat one we had the other week, where yeah. you could really taste it. It was like a real smoldery, smoky taste. This is just like a subtle burnt kind of flavor. Yeah, I get like, it's almost, you know, 
like greens, like but as in like mm. the veg, like there's there's a very like earthy, greeny kind of get, yeah, yeah that like like when you eat grass. <laughs> You know, like when you when you. I have a feeling we're not going to be picked up for our uh, reviewing <laughs> uh, in depth. Hey, Jack Daniels, if you're uh, <laughs> hey, if Jack. you want someone to review, yeah, are you missing the every man's review of your the gentleman, gentleman Jack? Jack. <laughs> it tastes, tastes like you're eating grass, <laughs> but hot, good grass, hot, hot grass, kind, hot grass, sweet grass, smooth grass. I don't think Jack Daniels will pick us it up. It is honestly, somebody will. If you pour it straight to the back of your throat, it, it, it does. There is a burn there. Mm. But if you like really roll, if you go. From the front of the tongue, then swallow it straight down, like quite quickly, no burn, really smooth. So you do, you get like, for me, it's a sweetness at the front and then a heat over the back and then it just tastes real smooth and nice going down. So honestly, yeah, I mean, that is a real drink, drink, drink though. You have to sip away on that one. You're not going through that I'm quick. I'm feeling that a little bit. Yeah, that's going to kick it. It's 40% as well. Yeah. But for 40%, that's smooth. Mm, no, very so good. So I would recommend it. If you like kind of those real... Um, you want to taste the cast that it, the cast of the the wood it's stored in, and yeah. all that kind of jazz. That that is a I'm, really I'm, nice starting point. I'm putting that a good few points over the Viking one that we had, the, the really? real smoky one. Yeah, yeah, because that was a little bit too peaty, wasn't yeah, it? Over time, that was a, yeah. nice for a glass, mm-hmm. but the more you had, it was very, it was overwhelmingly if, smoky. What we should do after like maybe every ten we do, we could like rate them. Yes. We could we'll go, go back through and we could write them. Do you want to see that? Do you give a yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you or, give a shit? Or do you just love our really, really weird reviews? Yeah, so I don't care about the actual alcohol, but I just care about what the alcohol does to you when you start <laughs> waffling. <laughs> so, yeah, sweetness over the front, heat over the back, a little bit of spice and smoke as it goes, but no burn as it goes down if you let it just sit a second before swallowing. Mm-hmm. There's no way of saying any of that without it sounding like a section at the end. No, so I'm gonna no. go with it. I don't know why it just came into my head. I was completely going off on a tangent, completely unrelated. But I just noticed like you've got a lot of man jewelry, and I was like, I I'm somebody who jewelry. is like no yeah. jewelry at all. No I have chains, always. No we can finish this. Yeah, ten minutes we've got left. Well, actually, yeah. no, we've got five. Um, I've always worn. I always had an adherence to jewelry, even yeah. since I was little. I used to nick my mum's. Leave an awkward space. <laughs> Underwear. <laughs> no, she used to have this um, silver crucifix yeah. that she used to have, and obviously it was for a woman. But for, as a kid, it fit me like quite long. Yeah, and I used to steal it all the time from her. I loved it. Swagger, silver cross. Yeah, and that's all I wanted half the time was like a silver chain. Yeah, loved them. Always, always loved them. And now I have like a lot of these. I picked them up. Like people, where you get that from? It's either from like a random like custom made dude who yeah. has that hooked hooked up with somehow or other yeah in a non-sexual way <laughs> it depends how good the jewelry is yeah, like, yeah. what have I got to do to but, get this ring or, or which ring yeah <laughs> <laughs> or uh, travelling yeah. and I found that I'll go to markets and stuff like that and find these like independent sellers on there I've got a really cool one from Australia we're out to stay there with Nathan um, and it just said it was a little it was a pinky ring it was really thin with a, a flattened circle sterling silver and then kind of like hammered into the face of the circle like really not straight not eat just like really uh rustically done mm. it just said i am enough yeah. it was a really cool little thing and i fucking lost it oh, when i went down to bristol to film some stuff i left a little pocket on the side of my bag open where i put all my jewelry yeah and i think it fell out yeah. and then 
either like never got found or somebody found it and was like that's cool and kept it yeah. so i hope whoever found it still appreciates it even if you do have it i've passed yeah. passed on that little thing yeah and they are enough now and hopefully they're enough but you're but not yeah i did love it you're yeah. not anymore i live in the knowledge that i'm depressed every day as a result but no no it's sad so i always hope when i lose something that somebody found it and has made use of it yeah it's not just got stepped on and binned yeah <laughs> So yeah, but I've always, always worn, always started, I've always adhered to it. Would I benefit from some man jewelry? It depends how comfortable would, you feel wearing it. So for me, like, right. Chubby little sausage fingers look good with if, a ring. Here's the thing, right. If you've wanted to wear jewelry and you thought, oh, I can't because somebody or someone else will make fun of me. Fuck them. Yeah. Put it on and wear it with confidence. The only time people don't take the piss is when you rock up with confidence. Yeah. Because listen, I wear loads of shit that no other people would wear. Well, well few other people would wear. Yeah around most normal circles outside of Instagram fashion shoots and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, and all that jazz. That's like my fucking theme tune, isn't it? I it all the time. I need to stop saying it. Um, you need to just have like a little fucking jazz skit that you, you edit over that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, confidence is the key, mate. If you put something on and feel uncomfortable, it's gonna, you're going to put, you project that feeling when you walk into a room and people are going to make a comment, but you walk in loving what you're wearing and feeling good in it. People are only going to compliment you on it. I, I rarely get anything. Like, all I get a lot of people going, I couldn't wear that, but it looks good on you. Yeah. I'm like, well, I said look- that about that mustard top that yeah, you Yeah, the mustard thing, I'm like, but it only looks good on me because I put it on with confidence. Yeah. Like, that Sweat. mustard top, I wouldn't have worn that normally, but I just thought, do you know what, that's going to go with those trousers. Mm-hmm. And so even if I don't like it now, I bet it works. And yeah. I put it on, fucking works. Yeah, I love it now. And now I really like it. Whereas I wouldn't have thought to wear that before because I, you have an instant thing of maybe that color won't work. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, try it. Try it. If you don't like it, then you've tried, haven't you, at least? Mm. But yeah, I don't give a, I don't give a shit. But I, I mean, I think you do You do um, exude uh, either discomfort or comfort in what you wear. Yeah. So if you want to wear it, fucking just own it. I used to wear little bits when I was younger, like a chain and stuff like that when yeah. I was a chav. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff's come back in though, man, now. Yeah. You know, like sovereign rings and stuff? Yeah. They're that cool now. Yeah. Like a, uh, in, a, in a, what's the word? Retro chav. Yeah, it is. But what was it? It's, it's a when when you do something not yeah, but ironically a little bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's so meta. Yeah, I look at it now, but because it's like done with people who are kind of uber fashionable. Yeah, you know that they're not gonna nick your car. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a different human wearing it. Yeah, and that's the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's somebody wearing it with confidence in a different way, and it and it makes it cool. Yeah, no, I guess that's that's it's a it's a fair point, isn't it? You wear something with confidence, and and yeah. that that kind of that actually does more than the clothes themselves. Yes, like, yeah, the clothes doth not make the man. No, yeah, the man doth make us. Well, that's that's the cloth. a good one to finish on. Well done. So we're going to go and enjoy the mess of gentleman Jack. You've only got through yours. I've only got through mine. They were ridiculous home pours. I'd like mm-hmm. to point out the ice cube had half melted because of our gr- faffing prior trying to fix the microphones. Yep. We've probably had about a good three or four. Was that a three? Sh- I'd say it was a three shooter. Mm, that, yeah. that was a three shooter because I was expecting a glug and it just yeah. poured like a tap. Yeah. <laughs> Keep so, pouring. Yeah. So lessons of the day. Um, you are in control of you. Wear shit with confidence. Take accountability. If you're drinking too much, put stuff up high so that you fall down and hurt yourself. Yep. And Jack Daniels gentleman pours like a tap, not like a keg. Gluggy keg. And we've both got nudes floating around. Oh, and there's both nudes floating around, of which I didn't go into stories. <laughs> we'll save my nudie story for the next episode. Yep. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you Thank next you very one. much. Goodbye. Toodle pip. <laughs>